Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Oh my God, my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Good morning. Wake up, wake up. Now, sometimes I told y'all my other self be saying stuff. How y'all doing this morning? Wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. It ain't even the first of the month. Come on, y'all. Get up. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Good morning. How y'all doing? Oh, thank you, Nicole. Nicole said happy birthday, JoJo. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for that, Nicole. Oh, my goodness. It is a birthday in our house. It's Josiah's 18th birthday. Come on. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. This birthday is so personal for us. Oh, my God. Good morning. Good morning. Thank y'all. Good morning. Hey, Shaquita. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome into this place. I told y'all I don't be want to know what I want to be. I think I'm 90% holy and 10% hood. <laughs> devotional come on welcome to the devotional welcome good morning good morning do me a favor go ahead and share the devotional invite somebody in say come in and hang out with us um so that we can get started in just a second i'm getting ready to pray i am putting it in the proper places and then i'm going to pray for us in just a few minutes um, yeah, we sipping at six, Sharmana. Welcome to our community of believers growing in grace through Jesus Christ. We hang out and we do life together. Thank y'all for shouting out Josiah Anthony Johnson, who is actually a, a sub significant part of the ministry team. If you did not know, Josiah is our media, social media director. Um, and our branding person as well. So he's not just my son. He actually works on the media team with us. Um, he serves also um, as my roadie when I travel. He does all of that. So major shout out to Josiah Anthony Johnson. Happy 18th birthday, son. Um, I'm going to make sure I hurry up or I'll be in trouble later. Um, he makes it easier for me. Thank you, Sharmana. And if you know anything, he has really been in a fight this year, January through June. He was fighting to breathe. Uh, June through December, we are fighting for his ability to walk <laughs> and this leg. And in due season, he will be back restored. And we know that to be the truth. Do me a favor. Go share the video right now. Go put it. Um, go put it in someone else's hands. Um, put it on everywhere, absolutely everywhere you possibly. Good morning, Judy J. Everywhere you possibly can. Um, somebody asked me for Josiah's Cash app. He is Joe J O T H E. Um, Joe the artist. J O T H E A R T I S T. He's Joe the artist. Thank you. Um, I'm sure whatever you said, he'll be excited. He is. I will be honest. He is the most humble. He is so gifted. Like his talents and gifts 
extend beyond anything, but he is like the most humble kid I know. He is so humble. He is so respectful. He is so mannerable. He is so loving, kind, and compassionate. So I'm just thankful I learned many life lessons through Josiah. We are about to pray. I want to pray today for your endurance. I want to pray for endurance today. So we're going to pray for endurance. Um, when we talk about endurance, it's the power of stick and stay. When you are dealing with a difficult situation, it's the power of stick and stay. When you are dealing with a difficult situation so that you don't give out or you don't give away. Yesterday, when I got off the devotional in the ladies Bible study group, I shared something from James uh, one and two, when James was saying, count it all joy. And we were talking about what it really meant when James was saying, count it all joy. He wasn't saying you had to be happy because of the circumstance of the situation is, but he said, you're going to have to frame your mindset in faith. Woo! Come on. He was saying, you got to frame your mindset in faith. You're going to have to take your mindset and you're going to have to frame that mindset in faith. You're going to have to change your mindset to be a mindset of faith. It doesn't mean that you're okay with what you're going through. It's not um, It's not dishonorable to God for you to say, oh my gosh, this is hard. That's not what he's saying. We're not denying. But James is saying in order for you to stick and stay, in order for you to endure, right? You're going to have to frame your mindset and you're going to get trialed and tried in your faith. Faith, I said this yesterday, and I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to post this on my wall. Faith, you don't know if you have faith until you get a test. Woo! Woo! You don't know that you have faith until you get a test. You don't know that you get faith, you have faith until you get a test. It is not just faith in just believing in Jesus, right? It says that's not the only faith we have. Oh, I believe in Jesus. Jesus is so good. Jesus is so wonderful. Jesus is so awesome. That's good right? But the trial that comes is what's going to determine what your faith looks like. And uh, uh, fortunately, how we mature, how we become complete is through faith and through trials. That's the way it works. We come through faith and through trials. So there's a stick and a stay. There's a stick and a stay that you need. There's an endurance that you need that you're going to need to walk out this journey called life. And I'm going to tell you, it's so much better with Jesus than it is without Jesus, right? And so James is James in 1 and 2 is saying, look, you're going to have to, there's going to be some trials. There's going to be some things that you go through. This is what's going to test whether you believe in God or you don't believe in God. This is what's going to test. And you don't just get a crown later, right? We don't just get a crown later. You got to go to the third and the fourth verse to understand what's happening to you here on earth. You don't just get a crown later. The crown in heaven is the ultimate reward, but there are some things that God is doing in you and fixing and incorporating and growing you. Oh my God. So that you can be mature, so that you can be complete and so that you can lack nothing. So we got to understand what's going on. So we need some endurance. Somebody put that in the notes today. I need some endurance. I need some endurance. I need some stick and stay. I got to have some staying power. So this morning, we're going to pray for your endurance. James also said, you become mature and complete when you don't give up. And the thing that I know for a fact is uh, the mindset is what's going to determine if you give up. Woo! The mindset is what's going to determine if you give up. 
The mindset is what's going to determine if you act like Jesus Christ. It's your mindset. It's the mindset. It's your will. It's your determination. It's your focus on Jesus. And it's the help of the Holy Spirit to remind you of who you were called to be in Christ Jesus. You got to have some stick and stay. And it's a choice. I was listening to um, I was listening to something by Craig Rochelle. And he was like, he was talking about being hurt. He was talking about being victimized. He was talking about the things that have happened to us in life. But he said something so powerful. He said, it's your choice and decision to go get healed. Woo! The responsibility for healing is on you. And we have to show up. Um, the being doers of the word. It is not just a magical thing in this relationship with Christ. Yet we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But the human part of our flesh endures and goes through some things. And we have to acknowledge our humanity and we have to acknowledge what we don't have, right? And then we just keep showing up and receiving the grace and then God completes. But we do have to do our part, which is the show up. We do have to do our part, which is the show up. We do have to do our part and not abandon the faith. We do have to do our part and not be strayed away. Come on now, by not sound doctrine or sound endurance. We do have to do our part, as Paul said, and kill this flesh daily. We do have to do our part. We do have to be doers of the word. We do have to rightly divide the word. So you need some endurance. So we're getting ready to pray for endurance. And then we're going to get a little bit more in the word today. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for the people of God today. I thank you, Father God, that you're giving them some stick and stay, that you're giving them some endurance, that you're strengthening them in their core, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that the same mind that is in Christ Jesus, that took him to the cross is in all of us, Lord God. When we accepted Jesus Christ, that same working power, oh my God, is in all of us that raised Jesus from the dead. Oh my God, not the power within ourselves, not in our own power, not in our own might, not in our own strength, but that same power that's in Jesus Christ is in all of us, Lord God. So we receive the grace we receive the fresh and brand new mercy this morning. We receive the supernatural strength, Lord God. We receive the power to overcome our sins, Lord God. We receive, Father God, the supernatural grace that can only be given to you, Lord God. We're before you as your sons and as your daughters, Lord God, saying we need endurance, the ability to overcome in difficult situations. Jesus, give us your holiness. Holy Spirit, do a greater work in us. Let the same mind open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of which you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Do not let us be deceived by the things of this world. Do not let us be deceived, Father God, by religion, Lord God, but let us hunger and thirst for righteousness, Lord God, for you said we'll be fed, Lord God. So this morning we take our delight in you. We're not falling into the trap of complacency any longer. We're going to seek your face. We're going to seek the kingdom first. Come on, y'all. In Jesus' name, amen. Strengthen us today, oh Lord. Can you put that in the comments? Can you put that in your notes today? Strengthen me today, oh Lord. You can pray this way. 
You can ask God to give you strength. You can ask God. He said, my grace. He said, when Paul was going through and the thorn was in his side, whatever the thorn was being, whatever the thorn was, you know, he was like, I need you to get rid of this, right? And I'm going to be honest. That's where we are a lot of times. We think things are just going to be, go be gone, be out. No, he's like, you need to get rid of this. And God is like, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm not getting rid of this. I'm not taking this away. I'm not moving this. It's a magic. He said, but I do have something. I do have some grace. I do have some grace. I do have some grace that'll give you strength through this trial. I do have some grace that'll give you strength as you're going through. I do have some grace, my God, that will uplift you because this journey is hard. This journey is hard. I want to give you two things. I was thinking about this this morning. I was thinking about it's hard. Like no one ever said to me that it was hard when I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And I think sometimes because I'm just going to be honest, we present a, um, a comfortable Christianity. We don't recognize how hard it is, right? What a struggle it is. Um, Paul presented it in one way. When we were in Romans 7, think about the 15th chapter, and Paul starts talking about, um, I do not understand what I do for I do what I want to do. I do not do, but I do what I hate to do. And scholars argue about this all the time. Scholars come in and they argue and they'll say, okay, he was talking about before Christianity. And some scholars come in and they talk about, no, this was during his Christianity that Paul was talking about the sin. Paul was talking about the things that we have to overcome, right? He's talking about we um, being a person opposite of what he wants to do, right? He talks about doing what he's hate. And he talks about the frustration. Come on, y'all, behind living this life that could potentially not be pleasing to God. Paul is being real, real in this moment. And he is being deeply honest about the struggle with sin. And even though we've been free with sin's power, right? Remember when I was talking to you yesterday about Paul telling the Corinthians, you know, it might be good. It might not be sin, but it may not be lawful for you to do. He was still talking about the power and influence of sin. He was still talking about the power and influence of culture. He was still talking about what it means to desire to want to do right, right? but still having to deal with sin, right? And regardless of the disagreement or the power or the perspective, what he comes to um, is truth, right? Because we're still human beings, right? We're still human beings. What he comes to be the absolute truth is I'm not gonna be able to do this without Jesus. I'm just not gonna be able to do this without Jesus. I'm not gonna be able to do this in my own power. In my flesh, it's gonna be so difficult, but by the spirit and with his grace, come on y'all, and with his love, it's gonna produce what you need to stick and stay. Come on, it's gonna produce what you need to stick and stay. Paul was showing us the human side of who we are. And unfortunately, a lot of us think Christianity gives us a superpower. It's not a superpower. It's the grace. See, if we if we internalize it and make it to be a superpower, then we still display it in our own strength. Woo! My God, 
Come on, Holy Spirit. If we think it's a superpower, we're still trying to display it in our own strength. Christianity doesn't give you a superpower. I want to give you one more thing to think about. Matthew 16, 24, Jesus said to his disciple, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn away from your selfish ways, take up your cross and follow me. The point, I was thinking about this this morning, at the point, come on, y'all, that Jesus says for us to be a follower of him, oh, my God, that we would have to pick up our cross, right? Pick up our cross. First of all, that's heavy. That tells me this is hard. Woo! Come on. That tells me this is hard. This brings me back into the spirituality and the truth and the dependency of how much I need Jesus. This tells me that it's not always going to be easy. This tells me I'm going to need the grace because when Jesus at the point that he says, pick up my cross, you have to pause, stop and think what does the cross represent? And back in that day, the cross represented humiliation. Back in that day, the cross represented shame. Come on. Back in that day, there was things related to the cross. So when he said, I'm picking up these things to follow him, it, it, he says, I'm picking up humiliation. I'm picking up dishonor. I'm picking up misery. I'm picking up shame. I'm picking up these things and I'm going to take these things and I'm going to follow you. Come on now. And the more that I follow him, the more whatever I'm suffering, whatever I'm going through is being exchanged through the grace. Come on, you got to see this different. You got to see, you got to see this different. We think we, we, it's all, that's why I keep saying this is hard. We think we take it all off when we come to Jesus. That isn't what he said. He said, you're going to pick up your cross and follow him. That's why I said you need some endurance. He didn't say it falls off. He didn't say you accept me as Jesus Christ and it all falls off. And then Paul is further proof when he said, turns around and says, this is Paul, this is the apostle Paul, the amazing, the great apostle Paul who comes back and says, look, <laughs> I find myself in a position and a place sometimes doing stuff that I don't even want to do, <laughs> that I don't even want to do, that I don't even want to act like. Go back over to 1 Corinthians, I think, when I gave you yesterday in 15, and I was telling you, Paul was telling them, hey, it's not expedient for you to do this. Like, it may be lawful, but it's not good for you to do. They were so, their life, the life of the Corinthians was so indoctrinated in their culture. What Paul was asking them to give up was potentially going to isolate them from friends, from family, from loved ones, <laughs> like from friends from family and loved ones, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard to make a decision to pick up a cross. That's hard to make a decision to die to yourself daily. That's hard. Is it worth it? Absolutely. But Jesus had to recognize how hard it was or he'd have said, pick up your pillow. <laughs> He just said, he said, pick up, he just said, pick up your pillow. <laughs> he didn't say pick up your pillow, Tracy. He didn't say pick up your pillow, Renee. He didn't say pick up your bed. He didn't tell you to pick up anything that was comforting. He did not do it. He told you, he said, pick up your cross. Pick up the humility, pick up the shame, pick up the worst parts of yourself. And we lean into a religion, my God, that makes us think 
We don't carry those things with us. Well, we do carry those things with us. We carry those things with us. We carry the shame. We carry, there's no perfect you, right? There's only a perfect Jesus. We carry those things. We carry the insult. We carry the mockery. We carry the pain of our place. But what's happening while we're carrying those things that are very hard, that are very complex, that are very complicated, what happens when we carry those things and we follow after him Every step we make, come on, y'all, every step we make, we are exchanging it for the grace. Come on, I'm exchanging every step. Put that in your comments. Put that in your notes. Every step I take, I'm exchanging it for the grace. Jesus said, come unto me. Come on, y'all, all who are heavy laden. Come on now. He said, come unto me. When you come unto him, you're not coming unto him perfect. Woo! You're not coming in unto him all well put together. You said, Matthew 11, 28, he says, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you're going to find rest for your soul. So when I pick up my cross and I follow him, I enter into a rest. Woo! that this world don't know. I enter into a rest that this world don't know. He tells me his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Why? Because he bears the pain of this. If you don't pick up the cross and understand that you carry the weight, you'll never receive the relief. Oh, I gotta go. You'll never receive the relief You'll never, if you don't understand in your human nature, if you, it's hard, this is hard. If you don't recognize it's hard, we are not some super Christians living in a space where we accept Jesus and all of a sudden we just, whoa, this is, no. We human, we flesh, we hurt. It gets hard sometimes. Paul gave proof. He said, I'm doing some stuff that I don't even want to do. I'm doing some stuff that he don't want to do. <laughs> So it's an exchange that occurs. Come on now. My God, when I pick up the cross and I bear grace, I just titled this morning's devotion, right? And that is hard. And, and Julia, it's not even for the world to understand what this rest is. It's not even for the world to, the world won't understand it. God is very clear in his word in 1 Corinthians 2 and 14, that those in the flesh, those that are carnal minded, they will not get this life that we live. We don't even need to explain it to them. We need to live it out, right? We need to live it out. We need to become living epistles. It isn't, you got to get in your head. They may not ever get what you're doing. Somebody may not ever understand what you're doing. But if we continue to operate in a place of love and a demonstration of his power, my God, our lives will become a testament to who he is. Oh, my God. Our lives will become a testament. First Corinthians 2.14 tells us a life by the flesh will never get this. Only will you be able to discern this by the spirit. Woo! Come on. Only will you be able to discern this by the spirit. So it's hard. It is hard. It is. It is hard. What you bear, what you endure, what you walking through, trying to be like Christ, trying to conform to the image of Christ is hard because you're carrying things. Come on now. You're embedded in culture. You're fighting against things. Um, 
that um, may not be kingdom truth, right? Come on now. You're trying to learn to live this life by faith, with us, which is always under test and under trial. It's hard. But if you will receive the grace, you will receive the endurance you need to pass the test. I promise you that. I hope this helps some. I hope this helped somebody today. I hope this helps somebody today. I love that Malisha said it's hard but necessary, and I'll show up until you change me. That's the whole mentality. That's the whole mentality that we keep showing up into the inevitable change that we don't deny where we are and who we are. That we admit, like, I'm struggling with sin. Woo! I'm struggling with a way, Lord God, that is not pleasing to you so that the grace can be exchanged and you can receive what you need from him to endure. Yep, Sheree, keep showing up. Keep, keep showing up, keep showing up. Philippians 1 and 6 says he completes you, not people, not yourself. He's going to complete you. Oh, my God. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people today. I thank you for a fresh flow. I thank you for a fresh anointing. And I thank you for fresh grace. I thank you, Lord God. Today we have the eyes to see, my God, the strength to overcome. Wake us up. Woo! in our dead and our dry places. Wake us up, Lord God. Oh my God, wake up our mindset. Wake up our thoughts, Lord God. Don't let us be dry. Wet us up this morning, Father God. We want to feel your fresh dew this morning. We want to feel your power this morning. Lord God, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We recognize, Father God, that our strength and our hope is in you. In Jesus' name, amen. If this is your first time on the devotional, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm Lakeisha. My friends call me LMJ, and I want to welcome you to our community of believers growing in grace in Jesus Christ. And if you want to know more about who we are or what the Lord places in your heart to tell you to partner with this ministry, I want you to partner with this ministry. You can go to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there. Um, you can find out about Feed the Streets, um, all the ways that we impact our community globally, not just locally, the organizations that we support. You can go there. But I want to give you something else. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, or maybe you're like I was. When I was 27, I realized I really wasn't saved. I did. I really wasn't saved. I made a confession of, eight, of faith at eight but I really wasn't saved. I wasn't. And I began to recognize that my life wasn't a life that was pleasing with God and that I didn't even really know what salvation was. If that's you, you can make a fresh statement of faith. faith and then I want you to keep showing up here and I want to be able to disciple you, right? I want to be able to track you through the word of God so that um, you don't give up so that you have continual grace to the end, so that you can receive your earthly crown, but so that you can experience the God life, the God kind of kingdom life that God wants us to have on this earth. Oh my God. So if that's you, repeat after me, dear Jesus, woo, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you pray that prayer, send us an email, 
right? Info at justbeinglmj.com. And I want to send you a Bible. I want to send you some materials. And I want to continue to help you on your journey. I'm going to say this. I love you. Woo! God loves you. I love you. God loves you. But God loves you so much more. Make this your declaration today. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. There's so much power in that statement. If you're feeling weak today, if you're feeling overwhelmed today, make this your declaration today. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I'll see y'all back in the morning at 6 a.m. We sipping at 6. I'll see you back in the morning at 6 a.m. You know what? We about to turn up. <laughs> he knows I am so extra when it comes to birthdays in my house. We about to turn up. Judah and I are going to act up, right? We're going to act up. We are right here. We're going to act up this morning. Happy birthday, Josiah. I love all of you guys. See y'all back here in the morning, live at 6. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.